time comes when silence is betrayal. Even when pressed by the demands of inner truth. Nor does the human spirit move without great difficulty. Against all the apathy of conformist thought. Hello, welcome to the show as we look for common sense answers to humanity's problems. The answers you seem to see, I see, but those making the decisions don't see. Or do they? I'm your host, Brian Burden, and welcome to Burden on Society. everyone what a spring we are having here in indiana snowed yesterday it'll be 80 by the weekend you know our midwesterners out here are all used to this kind of weather until about june when it turns totally hot for a whopping three months all right hey this weekend the get off your donkey egg hunt was great uh they even played donkey basketball yesterday and that was a hit at woodland elementary so uh get off your donkey series went really well at church so all is well locally but not so well globally. That leads me to my opening monologue for April 19th, 2022. I'm gonna go over the top four reasons we are heading into a depression, or what I think anyway. I've been crowing to everyone for a while now about the coming depression. Many are now saying we are already in a recession. Headlines like this one from the USA Today. Another recession in 2022. And that's a question. They put a question mark at the end of it. How about this one from Fortune.com? Wall Street Titans warn a recession is imminent. We can argue at length and severity ad nauseum about all the information in these stories and in these articles. But I've cobbled together about three or four instances that might trigger the new depression of the 21st century. Not all of them are inflation, but I'm sure that's going to be a kicker in it, isn't it? All right, governments have mostly kicked the can down the road to so many of these problems. This in itself has created major risks that make another crisis inevitable. The risks are growing even more acute. There is a ton of economic data that doesn't exactly inspire confidence in the U.S. economy at all. And while plenty see at least a resurgence of economic woes that we saw in the 1970s, Many analysts are now moderating their opinions about the GDP and the gross domestic product, of course, is the GDP. Now, expectations are now looking to fall instead of stay steady or increasing. Inflation, of course, which many experts now say will stay high through this year and maybe as far as 2024 will be the biggest killer of the economy, even if, even if other factors stay steady. Let's take a look at this. The numbers say it is bad. No matter what anybody else tells you, the numbers say it is bad. With a 40-year high 
And now, you know, of inflation, and now the Fed is raising interest rates as a normal adjustment to try and slow the pace of the inflation. We will see many raises this year. Even CNN, if you can believe it, is saying, be prepared for a recession shock as a headline from a Bank of America warning. Here's a quote from that, uh, basically that article. The Bank of America chief investment strategist, he says, Inflation shock worsening, rate shock just beginning, recession shock coming. He basically covered the effects that we see the most, putting a strain on everyone in America with what he said. Also in the article, they said global growth expectations will be plunging to record lows soon. They keep telling us that the unemployment rate is spectacular at 3.5%. Normally, I would agree. Generally, yet, I see that we soon will have responses to inflation with people buying less, traveling less due to high gas prices, and generally the economy slowing to a crawl at best. Inflation leads to a domino effect that cannot be stopped. Inflation has now been ramping up for a year now since President Biden took office. Yes, exactly what we all said would happen. Doesn't matter now, does it? But Americans' confidence in the economy has been tanking to 11-year lows as individuals, you and me, can see what is really happening to them. All of the president's experts cannot understand why the leaders of these Fortune 500 companies are viewing an opposite trend. They're in it for the money. They have to be right. Why inflation? We the people know this to be true also. Inflation can kill a nation. This is just the first problem that will push us into a depression. The second is a global war, or just as getting into the war in Europe, maybe Taiwan and or Israel, to name just a few. Those were where we could hit some hot wars. You think the shelves are starting to get lonely now? Just wait till we plunge into a war we can't afford and don't want to be in. I can see plenty of rioting coming from both sides of the political aisle when President Biden believes that he will gain favor if we go in to help Ukraine. It is something I am sure they are contemplating for sure. They never make a decision without thinking about what people will think of it. War, unfortunately, does get some people on board with any administration. If the war goes nuclear or nuke, even in a small way, we will plunge the entire globe into a depression that will see people starving in places that will not be able to obtain food easily. We will suffer, but should be able to make it if we all work together here in the U.S. Unless a strike hits our country, then all hell literally may break out. Okay, thirdly, I believe high oil prices will be highly recessionary. Destroy oil demand and slow down a lot of economies is what's going to start happening here if we get into recessions. The conflict in Ukraine is putting many countries into a bad position as they rely on the Russia for their energy needs. <laughs> Boy, that's a pretty bad one right there if you're relying on the country that's attacking another one. Shutting down nuclear plants and attempting to go green has pummeled the people of Germany and France. If that supply of oil is pulled, chaos will ensure all through the European continent and eventually the world. It is amazing that if you tie yourself into other countries, you will take down the entire ship if you or a few of you fail. America does not have to do that if we open every source we can use. This might make it a little easier on us, 
But if this administration continues to force feed people electric cars and solar panels before they are economical and can sustain us, then we'll, we will crash also. So the oil and greenies will push against each other and could throw us easily into depression as the people are the ones to feel the outcome, right? Not the elites. They argue all the time, but we're the ones who feel it. Let's look at some history. History tells us we need to prepare. Notice these three causes to the depression in the 1930s. First off, there were vulnerabilities in the global look, there were vulnerabilities in the global economy. In this time frame, people were recovering from World War I and countries had high inflation and helped lead to the downturn. Sound familiar? We are coming out of a global pandemic and things seem good but we are struggling with the same inflation problems that helped lead to the Great Depression. Second, how about financial speculation? We talked a little bit about this already. Everyone thought they could get rich as economies bounced back from World War I. Wall Street gambled with investors buying stocks on margin. Now, buying stocks on margin is you put in about 10 or 20% and you get a loan for all the rest. Okay, this may not be happening now with the margins buying, but look how high the market continues to go now, despite global problems. Very similar to what happened 100 years ago. Everybody making money, the elites, the rest of us not doing much of anything and starting to slow down our economy. Okay, thirdly, back then in the Great Depression, blunders by the Fed was the, basically our third problem. There was a drastic 67% increase in the money supply in the 1920s. How much money have we flooded the market? Yep. That policy led to declining interest rates, which they were low. So that encouraged people to overinvest in the last five, 10 years. Then a bubble in the stock market occurred. The Fed began to increase interest rates to correct the out of control market and inflation. Sound familiar? Boom. The market couldn't take it and a crash occurred. You know, after the Wall Street crash weakened the economy, President Hoover even went forward and he signed the Smoot-Hawley Act into law in 1930. Now, this law raised U.S. tariffs by an average of 16%. They were thinking they were trying to protect Americans from competition with foreign countries, but the move backfired when other countries put tariffs on U.S. exports. This continued the depression and the economics of the depression. Singularly, each problem might make it through time with only a small inconvenience for us. But put together, the depression occurred. Do you see a few of these problems happening now? You can definitely see it with the depression. We're having The market is really, really high right now. Interest rates are, are down and now starting to come up. Yes, interest rates beginning to rise, inflation high, cheap products from other nations stealing jobs from the U.S. Couple this with declines in what? consumer demand, financial panics, and misguided government policies, which we have everywhere, and you can see a perfect storm headed our way. So what's the fourth problem? I, I went through the first three, I gave you a little history. Now what's the fourth problem? The fourth problem I've heard from a few futurists could be a combination of high tech like AI and robotics taking over all we do. Also, Potential water problems in the coming years. We may have struggles to find water. Add in people, add in people overpopulation and any of the other problems we have covered, and the globe is in the crosshairs of depression.
all right? The backlash against democracy will reinforce this trend. Government leaders of both sides of the aisle seem to love it when economic weakness, mass unemployment, and rising inequality strikes. The current administration is thinking of how they can take control when things go badly soon. Heightened economic insecurity will lead to them wanting to take power from the people and bring it to the government. They're going to start sending you checks to help you out. They're going to start sending people and organizations money to make sure Walmart is still good and all the big companies are good. All right. Look, I have not even covered the Great Reset where our elites gathered together at da Davos every year. There, they plan to have much of this economic downturn thrust upon us so they can take more control and lead to a utopia. <laughs> the utopia is elites up here and everybody else down here. If you were in the middle, you're going to be suppressed down to the bottom. That is actual people, actual people trying to force us into a depression to take control. Maybe next time I will speak solely on the Great Reset. It's out in the open and close at hand. You can find it anywhere on the internet. All right, that was my monologue. And as usual, this leads me to ask you to get ready for a downturn at the least, all right? Depression is where I think we are headed. But if it is only a recession, you'll be prepared for both. Get your bills straightened out. How many times have I said that? Prepare with some extra food. Look to help your family, then your friends, and then your neighbors. And I surely believe our elderly will say they're okay, but please keep an eye on them. All right? So that's what's kind of going on. I wanted to hit a, a highlight here from the Daily Mail that I saw. See if I can find this. One of the uh, ex-MPs uh, uh, of the Ukrainians, right, says that Biden should go nuke. Now, that's the first time we started hearing things about like that. So if we start seeing things like that where we should go nuke and dragging out the war instead, it will basically pop it right there and stop the war. And I believe that's what's going to happen because if he does do that, we're not going to do anything. There will be no retaliation. All right. So it says here, pro-Russian former Ukrainian MP urges Putin to carry out preemptive strike with weapons of mass destruction against his home country after Zelensky warned Russia could resort to using nukes. So now, not only have we been getting warnings from uh, the Ukrainian side, now we're starting to get people on the Russian side starting to talk about it too. And I've told you this in the past, the nuke will end pretty much everything. If he throws a small nuke into uh, Kiev, gets rid of everything there, who's going to do anything? Are we going to retaliate? No, we're not, because that turns into World War III of the nuke side, and everybody gets nuked. So he's got us. If he wants to do it, he can do it. Or he can just bomb everybody into oblivion. But the nuke side is a possibility. This, guy, this guy's name was Ilya Kiva. He was a former Ukrainian MP. He was expelled for supporting Putin's invasion and said a strike with WMDs would put an end to the war and threats from the West as he urged Putin to carry it out. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing that the, he would say that and push that forward, and now it's into the news. So we've got astonishing moments. The Ukrainian tanks shoot through a building, blast Russian armored vehicles. There's some great video on that on the Daily Mail. Um, is 
let's see what else we got here. A lot of this stuff is on Ukraine. I went straight to it because that's where I want to talk about a little bit. But uh, the Russian military bases are visible on Google Maps. Well, of course they are. Ours are too. We don't have anything uh, uncovered. But most of those pictures aren't up to date. We don't see those, right? Someone who has access to the actual polar orbiting uh, satellites may have that ac actual data. So uh, let's see. Let's see. Russia's missing defense minister, Sergei Shogi, reappears following rumors of heart problems and blames the West for dragging out the Ukraine war. There have been suggestions that his role commanding the army has been usurped by General Va Valery Gerasimov, chief of staff in Russia, and General Alexander Dvornovic. Those guys are the guys that want to just pummel everything and don't care what's happening to the people that are in those countries. There's not many left right now in Maripol. There, uh, there's got to be 20, 30, 40,000 uh, of people of your civilians killed in Maripol. Not a good thing at all. So that's kind of what's happening on the uh, head headlines there for your Russia-American war. There's a lot of junk stuff going on here. Um, they, they've started to turn back to uh, what's going on with people and, you know, in the news. And the news seems to be people in movies or, uh, the, you know, famous people, that kind of thing. So there's not a lot here to really look at. We still need to focus, though, on what's going on with our inflation. Be prepared for it, okay? So here's the, here's the good news, though. The good news is we just celebrated Resurrection Sunday. So the reality is we have God on our side, okay? Look, yeah, there's a lot of things going on out there. We may not like the outcomes of many of the problems we have talked about. I'm sure of that. I don't want any of this to happen. I don't want people to die. But we have comfort in knowing that Jesus died for us so that we need not worry anymore. So that's a good thing. Remember that. So if you haven't so far, this is what I want you to do. Find Jesus if you have not. He will give you solace in knowing that you are loved and cared for. If you are burdened by any problem, trust Jesus. The only truth, the only truth that can carry you through the troubles we endure. See you next time. Shut up and sit down.